dude, so I am going to New York City for the first time uh, Thursday. Yeah, you told. I think you told me that you were uh, a couple episodes ago. You were going. Oh yeah, yeah, that was planning. And you told me your story about the about nine eleven. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I watched a few nine eleven uh, documentaries because there's all those out now because it's twenty years, and wound up texting my parents, being like, "Uh, so yeah, just so you know, I'm going to New York because uh, I don't I don't want you to." not know where I am. Maybe I should be watching these 9-11 documentaries <laughs> right before I go to New York. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm sort of excited to go to Ground Zero, One World Trade Center, whatever, and experience that. But also, like, just see New York. It'll, it'll be interesting. Yeah, New York you've never a been, modern right? Marvel. Yeah, it's a modern marvel. Do you know how much poop is created in New York City? Uh, every day I a lot. and it just and it just gets washed away sucked out some pipes yeah where does it go where does it go it just goes away right into the and hudson that is <laughs> i i said that to a coworker. i think i probably said this on the last podcast that i mentioned this mm-hmm. i said that to a coworker where i was like new york is a modern marvel like the amount of you know yeah stuff you said that on the po- last podcast a couple podcasts ago yeah yeah yeah, and she's yeah. just like, let's just think about that. She's like, she's like, yeah, let's think about that. First off, it smells like it, so yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. <laughs> it really but is a stinky place. It's... I'm I'm expecting shitty Epcot. Yeah, like I mean, it's just so like crammed together, you know. I mean, it's yeah. just so like it's also like I don't know. For me, as a tall, as a not even I'm not even tall, but like as a you know, six foot guy. It's not built for me. You know, <laughs> like it's like I remember like being in like these bodegas, and I'd be like, "Yeah," you know. What I mean, like it's so cramped and so I don't know. I've heard though now it's like gotten super uh, gentrified and stuff like that. Um, actually, one of the books I just read was about the uh, like rock and roll in New York in the early two thousands. You know, oh, so it's like talking about. You know, the Strokes, LCD Sound System, um, Interpol, you know, like all these like New York rock bands that were going on in there. And they were saying like, yeah, it's it's all been like gentrified, basically. It's all like any and in that whole thing, it's like they're kind of right, because it's like if you go like anywhere, like he's like, you go to fucking Arkansas. And it's like, dude, they're doing this shit in Arkansas, too. He's like, it's always just like this, like bistro you know like like super gourmet hamburgers that are like super you know what i mean like it's it's, i mean who doesn't love a gourmet hamburger i know right (laughs) it's not like it's a terrible thing but it's also like it pushed out all the poor people basically yeah yeah. and like that's what they're saying is like the only reason we lived there in which was the the lower east side was they were like it was fucking cheap and then it became brooklyn and then like, I feel like New York is a musical chairs of, like, neighborhoods. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, wherever the poorest income is, wherever the sketchier shit is, that's where all the artists are going to go because that's what they can afford, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, that's that's and that's and all the music industry's fault because there's no money in music, so... It's interesting. I've been watching this YouTube series called Great Art Explained in 15 Minutes. Mm-hmm. 
And so uh, the first one I watched was on that painting Nighthawks, mm. which is like, uh, it's Edward Hopper. Um, it's the diner where you're like outside the diner, you're looking through the window and you see the couple and the guy like sitting at the counter and the one person, but like the streets are empty. It's all lit from inside the like diner. And yeah. so you're just like looking at a super famous painting and it was really interesting because they were going into this element of like where that derived from his life. Um, yeah. Like all the couples in his paintings don't really talk to each other and aren't affectionate because he kind of had this not affectionate relationship with his wife, like codependent. He berated her all the time and all this stuff. But she was like the only woman he, she would allow, uh, she would allow to pose for his paintings, like as a model for women in his paintings was herself. Mm. Um, and so it was like this weird codependent thing, but like basically they're talking about how New York makes you feel both on top of each other, but so alone at the same time. Yeah. Um, which was really interesting. And then on the, like the poorest places are where the artists go. I was watching one on Jean-Michael Basquiat and, how in the eighties he was like hanging out with like Warhol and Madonna. Like he was roommates with Madonna. Yeah. And like all this stuff. Um, and kind of the art community in the eighties. It was just all really interesting to see how these, these artists actually did draw from their personal lives into their art. Um, like Basquiat was very, influenced by graffiti culture and all that stuff while, while also having like not have the the lack of representation of black people in art history and in in art paintings and in all that stuff um but but yeah very influenced by their surroundings of new york so i was like oh this is really really interesting hopper was was known to paint like roofscapes and stuff like that. Like he did just studies of like the different angles of chimneys and buildings and skyscrapers and stuff at sunset with the light and shadow and right. all that stuff. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think consuming that and then going into uh, going there, I'm prepared to be like both this is disgusting, but also, oh my gosh, this is a whole different yeah it's whole a, different vibe it's a, it's, a, it's a crazy animal man i remember going there and it was it and that was back in like i said oh four i think oh yeah and Probably it was D-Hall. like the one thing the two things i remember the most from uh, from it are it stunk and it yeah. was it was built for fucking tiny people you know what i mean like it was built for <laughs> short, perfect i'll fit right yeah in. yeah i mean you're not tiny though you're just you know but I mean, like it literally. I think it was. Are you saying it, I'm fat? No, I think what I was trying to get at is like it's it's not even necessarily. Like, I'm a little teapot, short and stout. It's not even necessarily <laughs> like a height a height thing. It's more like it's it's claustrophobic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're just like yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everybody's around you. You're always rubbing up against <clears throat> people, which is why they tell you in New York to keep your wallet in your front pocket. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of your back, because it's very easy for pickpockets. 
Yeah. Um, because you're always bumping into people. If you're going to the subway, do your and that's the thing. If especially during COVID stuff, it's like, huh? All right, man. <laughs> have fun. Yeah. You know. I mean, I'm vaccinated. Right. Uh, I'm gonna wear a mask. I have to yeah. bring my vax card because they're they're not allowing people inside anywhere. I heard that without yeah. that. Does that? How does so. that make you feel? How do you feel about that? Do you think it's it's <sighs> sketchy? I okay. I have a lot. All of this. A shit. lot of feelings. I know. I know. L. A. Nate and I, has dude. It. I, 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 I literally said something in it, uh, uh, a couple days ago, dude, and it struck a chord with Nate. He got kind of upset with me, and I was just saying, in my my only statement was that like all these major news corporations are a, a scam to get ratings. You know what I mean? Like your CNNs, your MSNBCs, your Fox News, your you know. Your mainstream media stuff is is really all they're doing is like pitting us against each other, and it's all misinformation at some point, yeah. you know. And he got real mad, and he was just like, "Yeah, but dude, like, one of them's worse, you know." And, and it, his that was his whole thing is like Fox News is worse, and it's like, well, Fox News is state TV. Hey, so it, like you know, Joe, it's but, not now, but yeah. uh, it's just, but you know, it's what, just one wing. It's one yeah, wing yeah. of politics. And it's the most watched one. Um, yeah, but, but I mean, that's but the he, thing. I mean, even Joe Rogan, even Joe Rogan is currently taking horse dewormer for COVID. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's where that's where I'm like, Joe Rogan's a knuckle dragging idiot. Yeah, he gets yeah. he gets good guests because yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a platform that yeah disseminates. Disseminates. Well, I your think it's hilarious that he got to, like, it. Hear you out. But. Not hilarious. I shouldn't say that, but I think it's it's kind of funny that he got it because anytime he would talk about the vaccine, it would always be like, "Well, we don't know that yet." You know, well, it was always like this hesitancy of like the vaccine and stuff like that. And, I was and just at the like, same time, he's ta- he's taking horse dewormer. Like, and and look the the reason people are doing that is because there there was a study at the beginning of COVID. They were just trying different drugs that already existed to see if, hey, right, you know, do any of these drugs trial work? and error? Because that's then, all we can do right now. Yeah, and and if if a drug works that already exists, hey, you can get care out faster. So right. they were doing studies on different drugs. Horse dewormer worked mm-hmm. against a culture of COVID, yeah. but but it didn't. Um, the dose that it worked at would would cause problems for people. People are having like their intestinal linings being yeah. like shred because yeah. they're taking so much because you need to take so much if you're going to have it affect at all against COVID reproducing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Joe Rogan's doing that, but, uh, or how much he's taking or whatever, but it's, it's sure. stupid to me that you would say, well, I'm going to take this pharmaceutical rather than a vaccine. I don't know what's in it. Do you know what's in ivermectin? Mm-hmm. I don't know what's in ivermectin. No. I just heard that it's not the vaccine. I also yeah. heard that uh, a Brazilian uh, venomous snakes, uh, like venom, works against it as well. But I'm not going to encourage people to inject snake venom. Or go get, get <laughs> bit by a viper. Go get, go get bit by a snake. Guess what? You won't die of COVID. <laughs> but you will die of poison. <laughs> yeah. No, I... Honestly, dude, I, I we 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 finally like bury the hatchet, and I was like, "Look, I think you're trying to you're you're associating me with you know a group of people that I don't associate with." I was like, "I'm vaccinated," you know what I mean? Like, so it's yeah. like it's not you know, 
But I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't. Th- I think this whole partisan bullshit that's been put around it is stupid and dangerous. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like it, to to pit people against each other the way that mainstream media does. And this is where he agreed with me. And it, but he was just like, but you know, he's like, you can't keep scapegoating it and just being like, well, they're full. The other side's full of shit too. It's like. But they are, though. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's like Look, it got me I really have, upset because I was just like, "Man, I have we a rant all." If we, I can go on it, what's that? I have a rant. If I can go, on go it. ahead, go ahead, buddy. Okay, so yes, I also think that I think both sides are fighting for ratings. Yep, and in part, CNN, MSNBC are fighting with each other for ratings. Yep, to try and be more trusted than each right. other over Fox News. So yes, you have this culture of competition where some everyone's trying to like be Where the competition break, never be should have been, really. Grab your attention. Yeah. yeah. It, it should have never. Facts. It should be like, and if it if it is a competition, it should be, all right, who is more trustworthy? Not who can garner your attention by... Breaking news! Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess what? We still can't find that plane that disappeared. That's not breaking news. We've known that for three days. Guess what? We're still bitching about Benghazi. You know, like I swear to God, if I hear about Benghazi one more time, I'm. But when it comes to mask mandates and all that stuff, I absolutely empathize with anyone who is fatigued by it, who is tired of wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. And tired of dealing with that and not being able to go into a place and not wear a mask. A few months back in LA, they lifted it for vaccinated people. For vaccinated people, you didn't have to wear a mask. I didn't have to yep. wear a mask at work. Yep. It was amazing. We weren't asking customers mm-hmm. whether or not they were vaccinated, but uh, kind of taking it on their word. And then it became the, the Delta variant came in. Cases started going up. Hospitalizations have stayed relatively down. Mm-hmm. Because our vaccination rate is fairly high, yeah. But the goal is ultimately to not have cases, and I'm thankful we're not going Australia's route, where you get two cases in the community, and guess what? Everyone has to stay within a three mile radius of their home, or you get fined ten thousand dollars. Yeah, um, which is what my sister's going through. But like, people are still in LA going into places and like not wearing a mask and being dicks about it. They're, they're like, yeah, no, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Like, and you're like, no, you need, you need to wear a mask. And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. And you're like, no, I, I'm not going to yeah. serve you if you're not wearing a mask <laughs> and they'll make a big deal about fine. Okay. I'll put it, I'll put it on. Can I ask a question though? Why can these people eat and drink uh, <laughs> without their mask on? And I have to stand in line with a mask on. It's like, it's I don't like, know. Dickhead and make minimum wage. Fuck off. I don't make the rules. Yeah. I just am paid to enforce them and you need to follow them or you're putting me in a hard position. Yeah. And just don't be an asshole. Like, we had a guy who he like he was like, oh, like they they lifted the mandates, and I'm like, no, they didn't. He's like, they changed the governor. I'm like, that's not for an- well now it's in like a week, but yeah. At the time I was like, that election's not for another month, dude. <laughs> and then he like he like walked out, and his girlfriend is standing there in a mask, mm-hmm. which is like some some people just don't like to wear masks. And I'm like, I understand. I hate 
wearing a mask at work. It makes mm-hmm. me sneeze. It makes my nose run. It makes me look like like shit because I'm sitting there like sniffing and having a terrible day because I'm just constantly fighting like a runny nose and right uh, all this stuff because I'm just and like my glasses were fogging up. I finally got rid of my glasses, mm-hmm. got contacts, but like I hate wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. but I still have to do it if I want to work. So you should have to do it for five minutes while you get a coffee, and that shouldn't be a problem. But but basically, like, um, I have to wear it at work yeah. for way longer than you have to wear it to get coffee from me. And I just can't believe that after a year and a half, almost two years of this thing being in existence that people are still, I, I don't want to wear it, so I'm not going to wear it. It's like, you know the rule. You know that you're going to get pushback. Like, are you just pushing back for the sake of yeah. showing your thing? I had a woman the other day who I was like, hey, I'm sorry. Can you wear a mask when you're at the counter? Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, yeah, I'll wear a mask. I'll wear three masks. And she pulls out three masks and puts them on. She's like, I'll wear three masks because we're being controlled. And I was like, okay. I mean, that's your right. Like, you can do that. You're free yeah. You're free to wear three masks if you want. You don't yeah. have to. You, you don't yeah. have to wear three yeah. masks. <laughs> but if, if your protest is to wear more masks, well, go and, right ahead. And my, <laughs> yeah, and my gripe, my gripe through the whole thing is not like, I will definitely wear a mask if you want me to wear a mask and I won't raise a fuss because I'm I'm a functioning member of society. I'd like to see society progress, you know, like I'd like to see like some change, some meaningful yeah. change. What I don't like is I don't know, people getting so tired of it that they're that they're willing to accept certain like I was saying, I was like saying, like we were talking about this this whole left and right thing debate, and it's like, okay, first of all, you 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 know I'm left, you know what I mean? You know I'm not I'm not a I wasn't a Trump supporter. Fucking hated that guy. I complained about him the whole time, which kind of didn't help, but whatever. Um, but also, I'm like, that doesn't mean that the left is without scrutiny. Like nobody is above reproach. Oh, you dude, know what I mean? Like left it's it's. Is- it's, it's Nancy Pelosi's husband is getting rich off of stock trades. Yep. That yep. like I'm sure he's getting info from his wife about. There are plenty of Congress members right now. And that's what I'm saying. On both sides yeah, yeah, yeah. that are getting wealthy It's not like off a Trump th- th- It's not like a Trump thing where he's he was like, "Well, there's people on both sides." It's like, "No, that guy's a clan member, dude. You fucking moron." You know, like it, it's like that's not what I'm getting at. And I'm also not trying to be a naysayer about masks or or this. But I am saying that it is very much hints to like some Orwellian shit. You know what I mean? Like like yeah. some of the things and if you think that 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 they're gonna be able to put the genie in the bottle after after opening up all this shit, you know what I mean? Where it's like it's not good. I mean, you know look I mean? at nine eleven. Right. Nine eleven happened. What we got the Patriot Act. Exactly. We got all this stuff. Exactly. And now you have facial recognition and coming out. People and that like, are that are following the left to these ends is, is is that's what scares me. It's not me saying that like, of course, you know, wear a mask. We want to get this thing done. Get fucking vaccinated, you stupid fuck. You know, like it's like Batman, like fucking like thirty years ago, if you told your grandma that you weren't gonna get it vaccinated, she'd smack you upside the head and be like, We're going to the doctor now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like 
and now she's like, you're going to get microchipped. Right, exactly. So it's like, it, it's like, it's all, it, the stupidity has infiltrated all sides. But the thing that worries me is like, you can't blindly believe these people because they're fucking liars. They're full of shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like these career politicians are full of shit. You know, and, and and I was saying he was saying like I think you're a little bit more optimistic than me. He goes, I'm like, no, I'm a pessimist, but I really do believe that our generation is kind of full of it, and, and we're, like we're we're just kind of like there's nothing you can sell me. We're basically waiting for you to die so we can take over. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like because literally like we're screwed either way. And I mean, and by the know, time by the time they're gone. Mm -hmm. the the former generation yeah the boomers by the time they're gone the planet will be fucked exactly there will be no comeback from it right um it's i hate to stop us right here i really gotta pee go 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 (laughs) um so yeah man it's it's it i really hate it because and I was like telling him, I was like, this sounds kind of like you're triggered. You know what I mean? And that's what I was getting at. Whereas, <laughs> whereas like, this is getting a little out of hand here. And I was like, this is not, you know, and I was kind of, you know, I was sauced up a little bit. I had a couple, couple whiskeys and, um, but also I was like, this is what bothers me about this. You know what I mean? Like, this is what bothers me about all of it is that, you know, we used to talk to each other. We used to be able to like reason with one another, no matter where you, where you stood, yeah, you might like say some things like "Oh, you hippie" or "Oh, you fucking peckerwood" or whatever. But in, at the end, it, you'd be like, "All right, I'll but honest, we got." I we... never heard. I never heard peckerwood before. You used it. Tonight. Okay, sorry. So, <laughs> <laughs> or "Oh, you fucking hick." You know what I mean? Like it'd be hippie or hick. You know what I mean? Like that was the thing. Yeah. If you're a hippie, you're left. If you're a hick, you're right. Like, you're, you're you're that's right. That's where the fight for our attention. Yeah. The CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, whatever, all the random weird news sources that everyone's sharing on Facebook, fighting for our attention. The way they fight for your attention is they try to say something that no one else is saying. Right. And in saying that, they, or in doing that, they polarize us. They push us Absolutely. further apart. And it's everyone's trying to be like, but I saw. Yeah. But I saw. Yeah, everybody no, wants no, to be no, the no, thing. But and, I saw. But that's not what what news was. You know what I mean? Like that We that, used to uh, have a common narrative and when you have to be fair, when you have a common narrative of whatever, you do tend to come close to well, what's the state narrative? Right, right. Because you don't have any contradiction. Right. But that's where that's that's our blessing and our folly is that we have dissenting opinions, mm-hmm. but those dissenting opinions mean that we live in wildly different realities. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, it's just kind of, it, it's unfortunate, you know, and it, it was, I, we, we came to a, to an agreement, but I was just kind of like, it just felt like immediately when I said that it was like, Blah, blah, blah. you know what i mean like it was just, it was yeah. just like the same thing that my dad does which is really scares me you know what i mean like it's like if i do if i say anything it's just like if i say any kind of trigger word to my dad it's like well you don't know what they're going through or you don't know it's like really it's fucking you know what i mean it's the yeah. fucking d- dirty south you know what i mean like i remember one time it was just like it was just like 
Kendra was singing some because she lives in Alabama and she likes to pretend that she's some kind of Southern Belle or some bullshit. And you know what I mean? Like, and she'll sing some Dixieland song or whatever. And it's like, ah, yeah, well, yeah, let's sing that Dixieland song, you know? And it's just like, I just kind of. I love kinda, whipping my sleeves. Yeah, it, it wasn't like that. It wasn't <laughs> what? that. It wasn't, any, it, it wasn't anything like that. It wasn't anything like that. It was like some old country song about, like, that they sing about for the University of Alabama. And uh, and I was just like, Kendra, you're from the north. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, yeah. you're from the north. Your side won. They lost. And they're sore losers. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, we won. They lost. Slavery's bad. We got rid of it. You know, like, and I didn't mean, I didn't say that, but I just, I basically was just like, that and my dad was just, just like, well, it doesn't mean that history didn't happen. Doesn't mean it didn't happen. No and, it, and I was just happen. like, we're just saying they were wrong. Yeah, exactly. And I was, <laughs> and uh, but also it was like all I was saying was just a funny statement of like, you know, why are you singing? I, I didn't say anything about slavery. That was just added yeah. recently. Yeah. All I said was basically like, you're from the north, dude. Don't like, you know, don't glorify the south. You're not from the south. Speaking of, and, does your sister work at University of Alabama? No, she works at a high school. Um, okay. but, but she works at a couple, but, uh, but yeah, it was like, I just, oh, that's all I said. And, and then my dad, and then I, we, we got to some kind of like weird thing and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Like when they fucking beat black people and shit. Yeah. That was, that was cool. And he's like, come on, Ryan, you know, it's, it's, you know, that still happens. It's history. It's history. <laughs> it's history. And I was just like, who the fuck cares if it's history? You know, it was like the minute you say any kind of trigger word. You know what I mean? Like for either side, they just okay. they just lose their just, mind. Just call call your dad a wop and tell him it's history. Yeah, well, he's not even a wop, so <laughs> um, I know, I know, but yeah, I I remember like, I mean, you even though you're technically not Italian, Italian, was, you was, tend to identify with your italian heritage yeah yeah bit. i was raised like the i was raised italian family. you know my 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 grand my my last name's Mangini. my i fucking sound like a pasta dish you yeah. know so but like so I, yeah i don't know i mean it's not really any comparison you know for white people there really isn't but there's no comparison. I mean, hey, there's no comparison. White, white we were wrong. We a lot worse. We were completely at fault, and that and and the whole their whole deal like these whole you know these Peckerwood <laughs> these Peckerwoods their whole fucking spiel is well don't forget history. It's like we're not saying to forget the, history. Obviously, we weird, don't want to. Well, here's the irony though: is no one no one on the left is necess- that I I can yeah that I I, I don't that I, don't, I can make the argument for is saying let's forget history. No, absolutely. What I'm not. seeing more is Texas and a lot of those southern schools um, are having uprisings about critical race theory, which is trying to teach that yeah. It's you know, bad. we slaughtered the Native Americans. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like we we did bad things to build this country. Mm-hmm. Let's acknowledge it. Right. And not forget it. Let's right, not right, right, push right. it under the rug. Right. And people are like, you're trying to make it like America is a bad thing, and all this. Stuff. It's like we're not saying America is a bad thing. Yeah. I'm saying we did bad things. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. you're a bad person. I'm saying you've done bad things. Look, Massachusetts was uh, actually. They had a hard time joining the 13 colonies on the Constitution as it was when it 
when it promised religious liberty because they were still big on hanging and burning people that they deemed heretics. Damn. But that was... Wait, Massachusetts was big on hanging, burning? I'm pretty sure it was Massachusetts. So basically, Massachusetts was big on hanging and burning people that they deemed against their religion. Mm -hmm. And the irony of America is that we escaped England because... Of religious persecution. Yeah, it was (laughs) Anglican versus Catholicism. And so the Protestants all kind of like came to America... And the story of America is, uh, I want to make my religion the religion, and I want to evade taxes as a business person. Yeah. That is history. Yeah. Um, also, let's kill some Native Americans. Yeah. yeah. Yeehaw! Yeehaw. Uh, <laughs> also, did know. you know that that, that, whole, that whole trope of like cowboys as they're like n- understood now that's not really what they were Co- real cowboys were actually mexican p- people like <laughs> i believe it yeah I yeah it, it was it's like white like the whole john wayne shit and all that stuff that was that was like that was like a hollywood made up trope that didn't really actually exist back then the the Dude. real cowboys quote unquote were were mexican far- farmhands and ranchers you know the so. you know the irony is Bonanza starts now with a disclaimer to say that, you know, this is fiction, this isn't true, and some of the things depicted are offensive to people of other cultures, i.e. Native Americans. Yeah. And I have seen people posting being like, this is just offensive that they would make a disclaimer before, and of course, it's Bonanza. It's Bonanza. (laughs) It's like... Um, how many Native Americans do you know? And, <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think they were all savages that were out to just kill the kill the yeah you know, farm people? That's my favorite. But, my favorite question to people like that, like friends, family, people that I've known for years. Like I've had a couple drinking nights where my buddies and I get in these hot debates, and that's my favorite thing. I was like, do you think you're better than them? Do do you really believe that you are above them or superior to the, to somebody of color? Like, do you think that way? And every one of them unanimously across the board says absolutely not. And I'm like, okay, so shut the fuck up and let them have their time, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, you know, like I don't need to hear your opinion on this. You know what I mean? Like, you're yeah. wrong, and you think, and I know, even though you say with your mouth that you you don't think you're better than them you kind of feel like you're better than them. So, and that's the problem, you know? So everybody feels like they're better. Than it's my one else. Trump card where I can just go. Bah! And everybody triggered. just don't goes, say that. Oh. Name. Don't say that name. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> too soon. Uh, um, yeah. Too soon. Too soon. No. Yeah. It's, 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 it's all that to say, man, I, I, I didn't mean to get in that tangent, but yeah, you know, this, there's there's things uh, here's the deal everything to me on on mainstream left seems orwellian in nature and it scares me and on the right it's like a fucking like like dipshit you know humping a doorknob you know what i mean like that's that's how i feel (laughs) like literally that's what i'm saying it's like it's so bad that i don't even like consider it anymore you know what i mean like it's it's just like 
you're just so full of shit, you know, like I can't even, you know what I mean? So it's like it, but, but the, the thing that bothers me is both of them eat at the same goddamn pig trough. Like they're both like, I'm convinced that like CNN wants Trump to win again, just so they have shit to talk about so they can get their fucking ratings up again. Dude, you know what I mean? I mean, they, they still talk they, about him. He's not in office anymore. You know what I mean? Like, created him. Yeah, they, they did. Created him by like, they covered an empty podium when he wasn't even president. Yep. Because they were like, he's gonna come out and speak, and it's like, you gave him free publicity when you should have been just shooting him down. Right. And or not just covering fact- his speeches. Or All fact- you'd have to do is fact check anything he said and be like, well, that's wrong. So. Yeah. That's wrong because of this, this, this. Here are my sources, and uh, but nobody would listen, you know. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, this is the problem also with the the advent of twenty uh, four hour news cycles. You don't have like life is not that interesting. You you know, there, <laughs> and the people that watch it all day are fucking stupid. <laughs> I mean, like, it's like you're I, watching the I mean, same story over and over and over and over and over as again. Someone, as someone with somebody else's spins. High, burned 24-hour news into my life for over a year. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, no, I agree. It's it's toxic, and it... it I feel it, like, you know, I... follow I, that, and also, also, if you follow the comedian... Uh, summaries, the Seth Meyers, the John Olivers, the like, right, Bill, right, Bill Mars, like if you follow their summaries of the news, yeah, you're also going to experience some kind of bubble that, yeah. Is, well, this is all bullshit, dude. Bill Maher has really like been to me like has just any like there are things that I agree with. And then, and I, I, I'm mostly watching for the entertainment value, but I don't take everything he's like. The, I'm like, dude, fuck like, you. Sometimes he's like, like says some smarmy shit that I'm just like, dude, fuck you, you smarmy bastard. The only Ugh. thing I like about Bill Maher it, is his roundtables. Yeah, for sure. And I wish we had more shows that did roundtables that had. Broader yeah. Opinions. Maybe well, with better and the moderators, other the other day I don't know that Bill Maher's a good moderator. This is why I like but. it. Like I'm like I, I can ha- I kind of respect for. Him. I have a modicum of of respect for him. Um, the other day he had like some super right wing like religious preacher that was also like into politics, and they like got along and they talked. You know what I mean? Like they disagreed on a lot of shit. You know, like he's been having a lot more right wing people on his on his show. Which is good, but it's also like he's picking like I mean I think he had like the the mooch on there for a while and I was just like why do you have this jackass <laughs> even like don't even give him a fucking like platform I for Trump for eight days and all of a sudden now he turned the on mooch Trump and everybody's like oh yeah the mooch the mooch has a good opinion he the has mooch has got like, a gooch no, the mooch is just there for attention anyway we're. <laughs> We should get into some music. We've gone deep oh, and dude. wide. Deep and wide. <laughs> deep and wide. And you know, it's been fun. Also, dude, you're bringing this on this episode, too. You're bringing a lot of sexual vibes with the deep and wide reference, bro. <laughs> the last episode was sexual. You called deep and wide sexual. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was talking about gurgling on the last episode. <laughs> gurgling. <laughs> All right, man. Do you want to listen to um, some tunes? Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, I- I've been listening to the new Manchester Orchestra, and it's really good. I think you'll actually okay. like this one. Um, we'll see. It's called. It's called. Uh, <laughs> it's well. I've been listening to their new record. Uh, the new Ryan Adams record's out, and it's pretty good. Um, Did Ryan Adams get canceled? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. But. Can't believe you listen to Still him. makes really good music, man. <laughs> Can't help it. You ever listen to Michael Jackson? Dude, and uh, <laughs> he's in that book that I read. He Ryan Adams is in the book that I read. And um, they were, like, talking talking to about him. And basically, they, they, they go, yeah, of course his record's good. His re- He doesn't make bad records. <laughs> like, he goes, they go, but he's a fucking asshole. Like, everybody hates him. Like, he, this, this was going on, like, before he got canceled. Everybody knows. He's a prick. But yeah. the dude can write some tunes. You know what I mean? Like, it's really Real weird. Quick. Like, I they... Pulled up- they love his music, but they fucking can't stand him. Yeah. Anyway, I pulled up. Uh, I pulled up Manchester's latest album. It's called. And I have to ask the Million Masks of God. Yes. I have to ask if we're gonna listen to Dinosaur. What? They have a track called Dinosaur, man. No, it's not what we're gonna listen. Damn to. Damn it! <laughs> it's not the better song. We're gonna listen to a song called Keel Timing. Okay. All right. Let me know when you're ready. I am ready. All right. Three, two, one, play. Hit all the symbols. All right. Yeah, and then it goes right into bedhead. But dude, it's sick. Dude, that was good. I like that. Yeah. See. And you know. I knew I'd turn you on to it. I knew I'd turn you on to it a little bit. Turning me on. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, check your fucking recorder and see if it's recording. It is recording. Okay. Yeah. So that's uh, that's their new record, dude. It's great. Um, uh, that was really good. It was very driving. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have, did you ever listen to Mean Everything to Nothing? Their rec- their their record before the one that you hated, the one that I would always play. The one that you before the one that I hated. Mm-hmm. I don't think I did. Oh, sorry. It's not right no. before. I'm sorry. It's not right before. Two thousand nine. Yeah. So I'm really sorry. I have to I have to pee again. Jesus, go ahead. I have the tiniest little bladder. Yeah, so you have you've never listened to Mean Everything and Nothing. That I, was that was kind of yeah. my my fault. I didn't. I should have introduced you to that before showing you the because the one it, it is a very it's a very like morose record. Uh, yeah. Black Mile of the Surface. It's a very like and dark look, dark record. So the the and issue slow driving. I took with that is yes, it is slow driving, 
and that combined with his voice, like his voice. So on this y- you're not you're not a really more he- melodic. Okay, okay. Look, look, I listen to Death Cab for Cutie. Mm-hmm. I like, I I can dig higher voices, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the the way it was on what was that other album? Black Mile uh, of the Surface. Yeah, Black Mile of the Surface. It was so. It's whiny. so. Eek. Come, yeah, yeah exactly he's got he's got that in to his voice. the music and the music had great builds it had great moments to me and i was into it but, but to like, me i love his tone i think his tone is fantastic but it's also it's and i don't really think it's that much of an acquired taste but again if you've never listened to mean everything to nothing then i can completely understand why you wouldn't like black mountain service okay listen to mean everything to nothing especially the first three tracks it's rock it's dirty rock and roll and it's it's all about like you know um a lot of it is so he's an atlanta boy um but his dad was a pentecostal preacher so he, okay. and and he's very much like not in the religion thing yeah and so a I lot of it is very it's very bizanny in a way of like it's very confrontational with his with his former faith and stuff which is why i thought you would kind of dig it but um, yeah, listen to me and everything. Nothing. It was it was my fault. I, I showed you their most like mellow, morose. It's a very like depressing record, you know. Okay. But in a in a in my in my mind, I think it's fantastic because it's 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 so it's because they did a a couple records with bad books and then they did uh they did a a, a record called uh cope and hope and cope is just the record hope is like the acoustic version or the okay. stripped down version but cope like nate when i were talking he's like and i'm starting to listen to it now and i'm i'm getting what he's saying he's like it is a, it's a really good record he goes it's really poorly produced so it's like it's really kind of like it doesn't sonically sound as pleasing as mean everything nothing black mile of the surface so black mile of the surface was their like record where they were like getting back to like what they were you know what I mean? Okay. Because I think Cope kind of hit it. It kind of made them hit a wall, because they were a really big band. They were like touring with Me Without You and all this other stuff, and and uh, that's where Nate found them. Was he went to a Me Without You show, show, and they opened for him, and he goes, and I was kind of just like, that was it. Like he was like, I'd like that show better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he was like, yeah. it, Manchester was great, and that was when they came out with I'm Like a Virgin. Um. There, there's a full name to it. I just know it is I'm Like a Virgin, but uh, it's I'm Like a Virgin with blah, 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 but uh, it's also a really good record. Um, probably more like Black and on the Surface, but Mean Everything and Nothing is, it's it's just, it's a lot of dirty rock and roll. There's a couple, like, there's a song called I Can Feel a Hot One, and it's like the song that always makes me, like, ball my eyes out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, when I, I think I was when I was dating Ash, and we she took me to the show, um somewhere oh, in yeah. LA and uh she I don't know she got sick or whatever or she got like dizzy or something and I was just like Jesus man I'm like trying to enjoy this you know and Well that was right right around the time your dad had a heart attack right and Yeah so and that was the song well no the song was I can feel a hot one that came on when I was driving to go you know i threw on music but i wasn't really like concerned i just threw on whatever i had and that was the first song that popped up 
and I just like bawled my eyes out. So when I was at the concert, I like couldn't stop crying. It was just, it was insane. I was like crying like a fucking baby. But yeah. uh, no, this dude's like an incredible. If you, it, it, I, I would encourage you to like try to get into it because it's one of those bands where it's like, dude, I think you would really like it if in the right context and in the right, you know, setting you would really understand it and appreciate it, especially if you read his lyrics. Like the dude is just such a great dynamic writer. Um, so yeah, that that's what I've been jamming recently. Nice. Um, I'll have to check out both of those. Cause that, many masks that... God is, is actually you, there are a million masks. God, you, you would actually probably would like it. Um, the first, first song is like a kind of like an acapella thing. And it goes into, Angel of Death, Kill Timing, and Bedhead, and those are all just like slammers, you know. And then there, there's a couple other slammers in it, but, um, you know, yeah. I think you would like. I, I know you would like it a lot better than Black Mile. So. All right. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. All right. You got one. I think I do. All right. Well, you know me. Uh, are you a Tool fan at all? Yeah, of course. I uh, know the pieces fit. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Numa from Fear Inoculum. Because this, this is a record. I am not usually a Tool fan. I, I, my buddy Nick has like, he like torrented all of, the, all of their albums on my computer and was like, listen to all of these you need to get into tool we were drunk but <laughs> yeah yeah but for sure he was like you need to get into into tool like tool is amazing nick was known as tool in high school because he always wore a tool t-shirt um so he was a huge fan of tool i could not get into it then fear inoculum came out everyone was hyping it i listened to whatever single they put out i think it was fear inoculum and i was like oh okay it definitely still has that 2000s rock vibe mm -hmm. but i gave it another listen sick and this song honestly stuck out to me yeah so, man all, all, all i think about is schism that piece i know the pieces fit in that beep have you listened to fear inoculum at all no i haven't okay well <clears> then <throat> this is this is great so uh yeah numa you ready with a p yes sir yep Three, two, one, play.
It's great tone, dude. Yeah. Great guitar tone. Yeah, dude. That's a certified ripper right there. <laughs> Hot damn. <laughs> that. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's great guitar tone. Yeah. And those drums. Like, honestly. You know, like, the I thing that this. always bugged me about Tool, but it's it's kind of just like their signature, and, and if, if you can get it over, it's fine. He, he always plays with a dead snare. He never has the snare engaged. Like um, so, it's just grok grok. You know what I mean? Like so it's a, bah! it's not like a, it's not like a snap. It's more like a. Yeah. It just sounds like never, a, a, a drum. You know. That. Yeah, yeah. He never engages a snare, which it, it, it always is like. It was it was used to be a thing that bugged me, but now I'm just like it's just it's still cool. You know what I mean? Like it's still these are really great drummers. So. I could, yeah. I don't know why I, he does it like that, but I mean, hey man, that's his thing. Whew. I the know thing that about him is six though, minutes of that in the middle was like instrumentation, mm-hmm. like, or instrumental. That was that was, but like yeah, 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 dude. It's a sick song. Tool's a great band, you know. Yeah, they always were. You know, they've been around forever. You know. I mean, yeah, but they went thirteen years between. So, a bit around forever and going thirteen years between albums is there's a there's a big difference. Yeah, that's true. They went 13 uh, years without... 13 this. years without putting out an album. And that was the last one? That was their latest? That was their most recent, yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're right. 06. Hold, hold on. Look at their discography here. I was like, they had to make more albums than that. Hold hey, this on. pussy-ass bitch has to go pee. Dude, just... My God. I'm so sorry. Just fucking pee. <laughs> okay, let's see here. There, their first one was '93. Okay, so they have one, two, three, four. They only have five records. Wow. Ryan? No, no. This is oh. a buddy of mine shot a bear. And I'm asking him about it. it. Took me. 
All right. Uh, yeah, man. I didn't realize this. Uh, I thought they had a lot more than that. They, I thought they had a, a, you know, a bigger catalog, but they don't. They've only made, put out five records. Yeah. That's wild. I mean, I, they've been out a long time because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, their first was like you know ninety two. Mm hmm. So, they've been around for thirty years. Right. And have five albums. Yeah. Biggest gap in that being 13 years, which is almost half of 30. So, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, impressive that they came back together and still made a killer album. Yeah, dude. Um, I honestly, if you haven't given that album a listen, I recommend it. Yeah, um, I can't say, like, look, I can't say that I've listened to Tool's entire catalog. Mm-hmm. I can't. Um, e I can't either. I remember. Uh, I've seen their music videos. I've seen, you know, familiar with Alex Gray, who does all their album art. But yeah, I Ladder Alice is like the or Lateralists or whatever you want to call it. But that was that was the record that that I uh, was introduced to first. Yeah. So and that wasn't you know, that's like kind of like the. I guess that that would be the, like the the commercially successful one. That was the one that I you know that I heard the most of. So yeah. Um, but they have a song on their first record on uh, Undertow called "Prison Sex," and I definitely want to check that out. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> It sounds grody, and it sounds like something I'd enjoy, okay? <laughs> you, you heard it Not the first. actual prison sex Ryan itself. Ryan would enjoy prison sex. No, it Ryan just... Ryan is looking for a little sub-dom action. It sounds redonkulous, and I want to check it out. He drops the soap, okay? <laughs> I mean, hey, check it out, man. So... <laughs> You gotta try new things sometimes. Yeah, and dude. If that involves dropping soap yeah. when you're being charged for some people golf, some old time traffic tickets. I don't. Some people golf. Some people croquet. You know. Either way, you get a hole in one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dabble in some prison sex. All right, man. I gotta get off here before my girlfriend kicks my ass. Absolutely. All you right. Have a good night, man. <laughs> you too. This was fun. Yeah, dude. Talk to you later. All right, bud. Well, thank you for tuning in to Sultans of Slap, and we'll see you guys later. Uh -huh.